0: We're pleased with with the way the the public has really re-engaged in coming into the facilities. You know, for a couple months now, we've just had our green spaces open and our trail systems and our hiking trails and biking trails. Uh, So we slowly, you know, uh, have implemented our plan. Welcome to Insider, the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro.
1: I'm Mike Browning. Our topic, reopening Murfreesboro Park's facilities amid COVID-19. Our guest is Nate Williams, the Director of Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Mr. Williams, thanks for joining us today. Hey Mike, thanks for the opportunity. The parks began opening, reopening I should say, on Monday, May 4th, and that included um, some indoor play at Adams uh, Tennis Complex. Uh, Sportscom, Patterson Park, and McFadden began opening under a structured program. So how has that process been going?
0: You know it's been uh, a really good process it's uh, we're pleased with with the way the the public has really re-engaged in coming into the facilities you know for a couple months now we've just had our green spaces open and our trail systems and our hiking trails and biking trails Uh, so we slowly you know uh, have implemented our plan and um, i can't say enough about our staff Uh, our leadership team uh, and our operations team and programming team have really come together over the past month to say you know what is it going to look like when we reopen you know we don't know when but what is it going to look like and um, I'm pleased with the cleanliness of the facilities the plans that are in place and the things that have been done uh, to to welcome people back to facilities they're used to visiting multiple times a week in a lot of cases Uh, and it's just nice to have you know them back in the facilities uh, with, with staff who are there to greet them what safeguards have you implemented So we've done several things. Uh, Each one of our facilities from Sportscom, Patterson Park, McFadden, the Adams Tennis Complex, even some of our smaller facilities like Cannonsburg, uh, Bradley Academy Museum, and the Wilderness Station. All of those facilities have created a physical distancing plan, uh, and we've reviewed those uh, over and over again. Uh, But there's different, based on each facility, what those included. But some just general things that we've done is we've increased the amount of personal hygiene opportunities that we have. Uh, we've made some logoed little place steps where people can know where to stand if there's a line we've also built some plexiglass shields uh, for people at point of sale areas where they can uh, feel comfortable behind a barrier and it's just a reminder for everybody to just kind of give some space so those are some of the things our staff uh, have the opportunity to wear masks and gloves as well and then other things that we've done uh, in the areas like we moved all of our exercise classes uh, to the gyms and we made them like in 10 by 10 cubes instead of the smaller exercise rooms uh, and then we've spread out our weight room in our, our cardio areas to where those d- machines are either you know one on one off and one on one off or we've spaced them out if you go to patterson and SportsCom, you can see we're utilizing the meeting rooms so uh, we've moved some of the cardio equipment in the meeting rooms so people can have at least you know 10 foot on each side to be able to enjoy the cardio equipment you've had a couple days now of implementing this yeah. that's not a long time but how confident
1: are you that customers are going to observe these standards yeah
0: we're very confident I feel confident that we our, our marketing team has relayed what's open what's closed and some of the protective measures that we need uh, for people to you know abide by when they come to the facilities and I think they're doing a great job I think our staff is doing a great job I think the biggest message that we're trying to send out right now is that there still is a virus out there uh, that's very contagious Uh, And it's in Murfreesboro. So uh, we wanna make sure that people are abiding by CDC guidelines and recommendations. And, you know, if you fit in that vulnerable population, you just need to stay home. You know, we have the St. Clair Senior Center, that's not opening until phase three of our plan because it's a large vulnerable population. We don't think we should be opening that that center yet. But um, so the other big thing is, first off, if if you're in that vulnerable population, rethink coming. Uh, The second thing is if you feel sick, if you're sick, stay home and I think that's gonna go a long way and really keeping everybody safe when they're they're coming back in these facilities. Sportscom and Patterson Park both have pools and uh,
1: obviously there are a lot of people that would like to be in those pools right now but they're closed. When do you think you
0: might be able to open them? So our pools uh, will be open in phase one, uh, phase two. I'm sorry, we're in phase one of ours right now, but uh, we're, we're, we're getting in the guidance that we're taking from the state and the federal governments. We believe that the pools, they might not be open to open swim or we might not be able to open the outdoor pool exactly on time. Um, but we think that we can open those in phase two and get people back to where they can swim laps and participate in their exercise class. You know, a lot of people depend on that if they um, have, have some joint issues. Uh, That's the way they move. So I know a lot of people over the past couple months have missed that aspect of exercise. So uh, we're hoping in Phase 2. We don't have a date for Phase 2, but that's when people can look forward to coming back and using our pools at Sports and Patterson.
1: In opening the facilities, you've had some restrictions. So you've had certain activities that are open and available and other activities that are not. Mm -hmm. Did you take a look at the CDC guidelines
0: and then determine based on that what you could open and what you could Not yet. So we're deriving our information from a lot of different places. We've got CDC guidelines, we've got federal recommendations or guidelines, and we also have the state guidelines too. So when we look at areas like a gymnasium, um, we can open the gym uh, for organized activities, but we can't just crowd a lot of youth in there playing basketball. Uh, we can't have gym uh, full of people playing basketball too, uh, just adults because it's a high, you know, it's a contact sport it, by nature. There's a lot of touching. So, what we did say is we can use the gyms for exercise classes. We can also use them for pickleball and stuff like that, where people can still stay active. But in phase two, we'll start reopening to those areas to you know things that people really have become accustomed to using them for. So for an exercise class, the reason why you could open those, I assume, is that you had you
1: have social distancing observed. People can still exercise as long as there is some separation.
0: Yeah, if we can get people apart, and that's been the goal of the whole thing, is get space, spacing in, uh, in between people, and then they can enjoy those areas like they always have, but just a little bit further apart. Now, one of the
1: things that people really look forward to, and especially parents, of course, are the summer camps during yeah. uh, the summertime, and uh, they're probably wanting to register for those already. Uh, What is being done about summer camp?
0: We're working on that. We've come up with a couple of different contingency plans. Uh, So uh, we're working, coming up with that. Hopefully next Monday will really be a catalyst in where we go with summer camps. We're looking at all the different options. And we're also, like we said from the very beginning, using guidelines from the CDC, state government, and federal government about what what can we include with these. So again, our staff is coming through big time. Uh, They're looking up different options uh, for how we can redo camps and make them as good as we can for the kids and the families. Do your
1: national associations or organizations provide guidance on that? You know,
0: we have a great state association. We share ideas with each other. Everybody's really in this together. So we communicate weekly with uh, members of our state organization. And uh, our national, uh, the National Recreation and Parks Association as well does a great job putting out guidelines and recommendations that we can use. You know we like to think you know we're trying to set trends in the industry especially in the state of tennessee so i can't say enough about our staff and how they've scoured the market looked at ideas and come up with just great ideas and how uh, to get people back in these facilities and back in these programs and do it well well the murfreesboro parks and recreation department has been recognized uh, on an annual
1: basis for the quality of their programs you're always one of the top awarded if not the top awarded uh, city for that the greenways are recognized, for example, mm-hmm. as being quite a, an amenity here yeah. in Murfreesboro, and people have taken advantage of those because they've had more time off now, and we're seeing some people that have come in that didn't even know they existed or or hadn't taken advantage of them for a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree with you. We see people using them. We see all of our trailheads, as crowded as they can be, and... Um, I've told our leadership team, you know, as we've been preparing for the past few weeks of what it looks like to, you know, get people back in the parks. You know, a lot of people have experienced the greenway or an open space or a hiking trail in a way they've never experienced. They had no clue that we had that. So, you know, the analogy that I've used and our leadership team has really disseminated throughout the the park system is that you know if it's a curtain people have seen just a touch or they understand now just a little bit so what we've got to do now it's incumbent on us to take the curtain and kind of slowly and responsibly open it up so people can uh, jump back in and see what the city has to offer from uh, a whole parks and recreation you know department uh, from our facilities uh, our natural spaces our programs our athletics our heritage programs our culture programs you know there's a lot of things uh, along with a lot of rental facilities and and great amenities so um, A lot of people are just now starting to experience what Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation has to offer from just a small lens, and we're excited to show the whole thing and really hopefully set a trend and and, and do it the most responsible way we we can uh, and and keep people as safe as possible within those facilities
1: so has this pandemic the crisis uh, maybe caused you to reorient some of your thinking in the way that you either market or provide
0: programs in the greenways you know i think so Uh, we've we've noticed there's a lot of people who are getting in bike you know getting bikes uh, getting into running and walking you know my whole uh kind of mantra in my position is you know i think it's, it's our responsibility uh, to help people discover a passion that will lead towards lifelong wellness, you know. So we have to provide as much as we can to show people, you know, because we have an inherent belief that passion leads to purpose. So we want to get as many things out there that people can, you know, jump into, and hopefully they continue their whole life, be it tennis, be it walking, be it running, running or mountain biking or playing softball, any of those things. So, you know, I think a lot of people have really uh, seen the need just to move, you know so uh, they want to get out they want to go walk at Barfield on the paved trails or the hiking trails and we're hearing a lot of that people are starting to hike and they want to look for more places to hike you know they start at Barfield and then they call us for recommendations on state parks that they can go hike or different waterfalls and that's great you know so uh, that's where we're, 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 we're very pleased with that uh, we just want to in this in this time uh, make sure we can give people a whole view of what we have to offer in a responsible way, and hopefully that just triggers something in them and just sees, uh, makes them see really how livable Murfreesboro is as well. Well, we all need open spaces, especially as confi-
1: confined as we've been and isolated in our homes. So people obviously are eager to get out and do that when they have extra time. One of the other amenities or activities, I should say, that people want to take advantage of are ball fields, because mm-hmm. they're a, a place where people have become accustomed to doing baseball and, and
0: soccer and okay. softball. So what are you having to say to those people right now when that is limited? Yeah, we've addressed this in our phase plan, uh, our f- three-phase plan, um, and, and I know people are missing it. Their kids are missing it, their teams, that, that, that interaction that they need and that they want is missing right now, but this is based off of state guidance uh, along with federal guidelines that you can't. we can't host any organized youth activities right now. So whenever we get to phase two, and we will make it abundantly clear when we're there, we're already talking to our leagues to make sure they understand what it's going to look like when we get there, but phase two will allow for leagues to continue and games to play. It might be modified just a little bit, but phase two won't include any out of town tournaments um, so that we won't have as much travel as, uh, as normally would happen throughout the spring and summer. Um, but we can get our local kids back to playing ball. And, and you know, like I said, if we can all do our part, hopefully it's sooner rather than later.
1: So you're fairly confident then, even though nothing is completely confident in the situation we're in. But th- this situation is not going to be permanent throughout the summer, we hope.
0: We hope. Yeah, that that's our that's our goal. You know, a lot of people want to get back to, you know, make one of their big things they like to do in the summer is come to Burrow Beach and swim. Um, you know, a lot of things that they like to do is to play ball and to go on Saturday mornings. And, you know, something we're missing now, and it's unfortunate, one of our most um, popular things we do. And I would say one of the best things that we provide is the Miracle League um, mm-hmm. at, at the Miracle Field. And we've had to um, just postpone that uh, just for a lot of reasons. But Uh, You know, it's a shame, but we'll we'll pick back up, and we're going to do some things uh, for our participants of that league. We'll that will engage them very soon. Uh, We've seen our staff has done a really good job job trying to stay engaged, from doing you know uh, Facebook exercise classes to education, uh, to animal encounters, uh, and then some instruction for some of our athletes. On, on how to be stay ready and stay uh, engaged with uh, getting ready to come back to play. So you've had to move, as so many people have, all organizations across the
1: country, move to online servicing and, mm-hmm. like you said, fitness classes. How is that
0: going, and to what extent are people
1: participating in that kind of activity?
0: You know, we, we've seen a tremendous response, and I think that goes back to our staff, the creativity of our staff and the adaptability of our staff. It, it's made us, I think, where we can streamline some efficiencies that we never thought we could, um, but th- they've done a great job and we've seen some of these videos get thousands of views and people even you know within our organization city of murfreesboro have talked about some of the classes they like to participate in so uh, you know we've had to adjust on the fly when we were um, when this all was kind of coming to a head um, four or five weeks ago you know we started trying to gear down our facilities to, you know information was changing by the hour and by you know seemed like every second there was something new and something else we had to check off the list and i've said it a ton but you know from our operations staff all the way down uh, we were able to shut down the facilities accordingly and now we're to the point where thankfully uh, we're able to start getting those going again and uh, it's uh, a pleasant sight to see the senior center is also under your jurisdiction um, that
1: you've alluded to already is closed for good reason i mean the the vulnerable population mm-hmm. what are you anticipating in terms of the many programs that you offer within the Senior Center?
0: You know, once we can get back open, the Senior Center will be phase three within our plan. Um, I think once we get back going, uh, we'll see just a a ton of warm, welcoming smiles that we're excited to see. Uh, We're still doing some classes uh, through Facebook. Um, Our leadership, uh, our superintendent out there, Mark Owens, has uh, had his team reaching out to our patrons. They give them well calls and check on them and make sure they have What they need uh, and if they need something that we're getting them pointed in the right direction to make sure you know keeping them engaged Um, but i think this whole this whole pandemic that we've gone through has really highlighted the need that we have for social interaction you know i think people are missing that so um, uh, it's something we don't take lightly and hopefully when we get back to it you know it's such a big part of of what we do At Sportscom right now you can always go have a good workout and and, uh, a cup of coffee and have a good discussion with somebody. Right now we can't have coffee, um, but we're starting to get that going again. We're looking forward to the day when we can just uh, keep everybody uh, engaged with what they're used to and what they're accustomed to. Do you have specific advice or suggestions for your
1: patrons, particularly those maybe that haven't returned yet Mm -hmm. before they go so they can kind of prepare ahead
0: of time on what they should expect? Yeah, I think uh, if people come to Sportscom or Patterson, any facility that we have right now, um, uh, they should be uh, expect to see a very clean facility. Um, we've made that a high priority. And we, we're expecting people to do their part if they go into a gym to make sure they're cleaning up and doing the things that they need to, and then encouraged to wash their hands and hand sanitize. Uh, the biggest thing is if somebody's in that vulnerable population, we would re- really recommend they not come uh, to our facilities. And then also if they're sick, they need to stay home. Um, what we've done is we were closed for about a month and a half and we're extending everybody who had yearly or monthly passes uh, an extra two months because we missed it. And then we're dealing with, you know, situations on a case by case basis for those who might have missed time. So, um, you know, I think people should uh, when they come back expect the same brand of whatever facility that they have. That's a representation of Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation uh, in the safest way we can. Nate, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Mike.
1: We've been speaking with Nate Williams, Director of Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation
0: Department. Check out
1: our podcast on Podbean and now on Spotify. For more information on the City of Murfreesboro, visit www.murfreesborotn.gov. You've been listening to Insider, the official podcast for the City of Murfreesboro. Until next time, I'm Mike Browning. Thanks for joining us.